Hey guys, it's Maya and I just wanted to jump on here and promote my takes Instagram really quick because we're doing a lot of fun things. I'm doing more posts, more stories, and I also have to say I've started a new series called The Bottom Shelf and it's video reviews, IGTV video reviews, and I think they're super fun and they're all on the Instagram. So go follow my take on social media and specifically on Instagram at underscore my take. Hey guys, Maya here, and I just wanted to tell you about this amazing opportunity I got. I am working as an influencer for Literary Creations by Jenny. For those of you who don't know, she's an online retailer. She makes book sleeves, bookmarks, bookish totes and tees, all of the best bookish things. And because I'm an influencer, you can use code MYTAKE on any of your purchases for 10% off. All of this will be in the show notes below, but definitely check out Literary Creations by Jenny. Go follow her. Go use my code. Get yourself some bookish merch. Christmas is coming, so it's the perfect Christmas gift. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. So this Christmas season, instead of re-recording any episodes or coming up with new content, I have decided I am going to re-air the three episodes I aired Christmas season last year or Christmas week last year, and that is my three different versions of The Grinch. So today we're kicking it off with Jim Carrey's Grinch. The next episode you will hear is the Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch, and the next episode you will hear is the original book version, animated version of The Grinch. So we're re-airing The Grinch episodes. I hope you guys have an amazing Christmas. I hope you love these episodes. I think it's going to be a Christmas tradition here at my take for the week of Christmas to be my three Grinch episodes. So without further ado, here's me talking about the Jim Carrey version of The Grinch. Merry Christmas Eve Eve, everyone. Today we are talking about the second edition of The Grinch um, that I'm going to be talking about. Obviously, there's three editions. I'm making my way through them. This is the second one, and this is the live-action Jim Carrey version, and it's so good and so funny and hilarious, and like I've said before, the animated version of The Grinch is my favorite, the original animated version, and I thought this was a close second until I rewatched the Benedict Cumberbatch edition, and this one got bumped down to third, which I know is a pretty controversial opinion because people, like, if most people who like The Grinch love this version, and it's like, this version is great, I love it, it's good, I'm not, like, hating on it it just like I don't know it somehow is third like the original animated version is my favorite and then the Benedict Cumberbatch one and maybe I just like animated Grinches better I don't know but that doesn't mean this isn't a good episode or a good version of the Grinch it is I hope this is a good episode and I'm very excited to talk about it Books, TV, music, and movies. All things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I am Maya Ghosh, and this is my take. just going to jump right in talking about the plot and the narration is kind of similar to the original there are some different wording um but it sticks to the general themes and it's like it kind of adds to it and like builds off it so it's not just like the words from the book it's like the words from the book and more 
and it is kind of cool to see how they did like a real live Whoville because the Grinch is so like fantastical and everything Dr. Seuss does is so like fantastical and out there and like you think you can really only do it through like animation and so it is kind of cool to see it like real life and we see the chaos of the Who's preparing for Christmas and in this version with the Who's preparing for Christmas it's all more like capitalistic and they're selling things and we start three days before Christmas and not just on Christmas Eve and we see Max pretending to be the dragon to scare off the Who teens who go up to try and like touch the Grinch's door and that reminded me of um, Finding Nemo which another controversial opinion I'm not a huge fan of Finding Nemo but it reminded me of Finding Nemo obviously when they're like touch the butt and they think it's like the boat or whatever and they're like obviously going up and like they're touching the Grinch's door or whatever and the Grinch has to go into Whoville to wreak a little havoc and his breath like knocks someone out when he burps in somebody's face and then we see more of like Cindy Lou Who and her parents buying gifts for the whole family and Cindy doesn't get the whole rage about Christmas and she doesn't really feel the Christmas spirit and the whole town is stops at the sound of the Grinch and like hearing the Grinch's name and the mayor gets really mad at Lou because obviously Cindy Lou who's like oh I saw the Grinch or somebody said something about seeing the Grinch and uh so the mayor gets really mad at Lou and the mayor then convinces everybody that they didn't see the Grinch and that it was just like a whole misunderstanding well Lou has to convince everybody of that and I love how the Grinch when everybody's like the Grinch he's like what do you want and then he remembers that he's supposed to be freaking out with everybody else and so then he pretends to like freak out which is really funny and like I love that because I totally would do something like that if I was trying to be undercover and people were like oh what am I saying I'd be like what and then I'd be like oh never mind not me um and then Cindy and her dad like have that discussion uh about the Grinch while Lou is riding back and forth on the ladder like putting packages in the mail office and riding back and forth on that ladder looks very fun. I don't know why there isn't like a Grinchville attraction in like Disney World or Universal or whoever has the right should build like a Grinch world and like get to ride back and forth and like ride up to Mount Crumpet and like have a like stealing Christmas game or something. Oh my god, am I a genius for thinking of this? This needs to happen. Why does this not happen? It would be so fun. Imagine the attraction you would get during Christmas. Like, I'm sure it would be very like expensive to build and you'd only really get like a month and a half of use out of it. But like, dude, I would give you like all of my money to be able to go do that and do like your Grinch experience. Oh my god, I want this to happen so bad and I doubt it would ever happen and I'm going on a total tangent. But it looks very fun to ride back and forth across the ladder in the mail room. And then obviously the Grinch comes in and like swaps all the mail. And then he's like, jury duty, jury duty, eviction notice, pink slip, jury duty, like tax bill or whatever. And that was really funny. And it's funny because like as a kid, you don't get it, but you get that it's like something bad. And then I like, that's the one thing that like I appreciate about this version of the Grinch is it's more geared towards like, older comedy too and like you get like that's funny that's like a joke for like people who understand all those things you know so I like that and then they're you know hiding in the thing because Cindy Lou Who comes in and Max sneezes and Cindy falls into the sorting machine and Max again Max is the unsung hero of these movies I will continue to say that like without Max these movies would never happen. The Grinch would never actually be able to steal Christmas, the amount of work Max does, and he doesn't get appreciated for it. And even though it was Max's fault because Max sneezed, Max does make sure the Grinch does pull Cindy out. And then I love that she thanks him and he wraps her up 
<laughs> a Christmas paper. And then her dad comes home, or not comes home, but like comes into the room and is like, oh my God, Cindy Lou Who, you've been practicing your rapping. Like, that's so cute. And then we go home and we see Cindy's mom, Betty Lou, who is pirating all the lights from like the house to do her Christmas lights. And then the neighbor just has the whole like light hanging machine gun thing, which I want that. Like imagine if you can hang Christmas lights with like that little thing and you just aim it around and it perfectly hangs lights. Like that would be so amazing. And then I love the whole dump it to crump it like landfill thing. And like that's how the Grinch gets back and forth from crump it to Whoville. And then we see Cindy singing, where are you Christmas? Which is kind of cute. Um a little bit kind of it's very like little kid singing which I think is appropriate obviously like she's a little kid I'm glad it's not like some perfect artist like pretending to be a little kid like it's cute but it also is just like it's not the song I associate with the Grinch you know like I associate your mean one Mr. Grinch with the Grinch so and I love in this version how cool and automated Mount Crumpet is and stuff and it's like really fun to see and then we see the x-ray of the Grinch's heart and he's really happy about being down a size and a half and he's determined to cut that weight or that size off and that is kind of funny you know and then the conversation that the Grinch has with his echo and he tries to say like I'm an idiot thinking the echo will say back I'm an idiot and the echo like morphs into its own like thing and it's like you're an idiot <laughs> which I love and I love that that comes back a little bit before like the echo keeps going like you're an idiot and then and we go back to Cindy Lou Who and we see how she goes to the old woman to get information about the Grinch and that's how we get his backstory about baby Grinch like blew into Whoville and he bit the Christmas cookie plate and he grew up in Whoville and stuff and he had a huge crush on Martha May and Martha May liked him too and he like spent so much time making her the pretty angel for the tree for their like gift exchange which was so cute and that angel was so pretty and he like put so much work into it and it was so cool to see and then the mayor makes like fun of his beard which she doesn't even really have a beard like I don't know why they're making fun of him because it wasn't even that weird like that's just the Grinch you know like it wasn't it wasn't strange and they were making fun of him for no reason and so he tries to shave and goes to school with a bag on his head because of all the cuts that he got while shaving and then obviously like the bag comes off they make fun of him he gets laughed out of christmas he goes up to crumpet he's like i'm spending time alone which is a really sad backstory and i hate that it's so like making fun of like that's what the one thing i liked about the benedict cumberbatch version is his backstory was just that he was sad and alone because he was an orphan not like because he got laughed out of town and then we see him standing on crumpet with the phone book alphabetically hating the who's and that's where we get the whole hate 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 double hate loathe entirely line which I love and I love that he knocks himself out to deal with the painful memories and then um we see Cindy Lou Who I love that Cindy Lou Who's mom and the Christmas lights is a continuous thing because she takes the traffic light off and then there's a car crash and Cindy nominates the Grinch for Christmas Cheermeister and I love that she has like her uh the like who charter down and so as the mayor is like quoting the who charter to her she's quoting it back and she knows all the passages and she knows that she's right and like that was so badass I love that she like had all of that down and she was like yes I know what I'm doing I know I'm right I know you're wrong and like this is why we can nominate the Grinch for holiday cheermeister and the Grinch then back in crumpet blends all the screws together to drown out the Christmas music and the giant clapping monkey and he uses the jackhammer jackhammer to do it too 
And Cindy crawls through the dog door to invite him, and she's not really scared by all of his scare tactics, and so he kind of gets, like, turned around to the idea of, like, being awarded an award, because that's kind of what Holiday Cheermeister is, and the fact that Martha May would be here. And then we get one of the most iconic lines from this, which is the schedule scene being full, and it's like, 4 o'clock, wallow in self-pity. 4.30, stare into the BS. 5, solve world hunger, tell no one. 5.30, jazzercise. 6.30, dinner with me, I can't cancel that again. 7, wrestle with my self-loathing, I'm booked. And then we hear how he like moves the loathing to this or whatever and he can pop by. And then he's all like, well, I don't have anything to wear. That's it. I'm not going. And then he steals the yodeler's outfit. So he does have something to wear. And Max finally pulls like the little shoot thing and sends him down the dump it to crump it shoot and lands right on Martha May, which we love. And he has his little family reunion and they give him the great Christmas sweater and he goes on the chair of cheer and he judges all the different contests and he wins the potato sack race and is really, really, really happy. And then the mayor gives him a razor for Christmas for the present, like pass it on thing. And then immediately proposes to Martha May right in front of him with a giant ass ring and a new car. And he used taxpayer money to pay for that new car, which is totally illegal and if you have to be bribed with a new car into marriage I, I i don't i i don't think you should be getting married to that person like if somebody tried to propose to me and was like here's this giant ass ring and also here's a new car if you say yes i'd reevaluate my stance on my relationship and I love that this causes the Grinch to go into this huge lecture about how all of your gifts end up in the landfill and everyone only like thinks about the gifts and stuff and I love I love that and I love that he then goes to shave the mayor and tells Whoville to kiss it and sets fire to the tree and setting fire to the tree was a little far because I liked that tree and obviously like we don't want to be going around burning trees like rainforests are being disrupted like it's a whole thing like why are you burning trees but I love that his lecture, and I love that he stood up for himself. It was kind of cool. And then he steals the tiny car and spins out in a very dramatic way. And then he, like, runs from the explosion. And then the Who's have a spare tree. And so he gets really pissed that the Who's have a spare tree. And they bring it in, and they're like, oh, it's fine that our first tree burned because we have a spare tree that's already decorated. Which, like, is a level of Christmas that I don't have the commitment for. Like, we have one tree in my house, like... We have our family tree and I have my little like three or four foot tree that's in my room and that's it. And if one of them burned, like I wouldn't just pull out a spare one and be like, it's all the exact same ornaments, it's all decorated, like it's fine, you know? Like that's just a level of extra I am not. And then we finally, 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 very far into this movie, get the freak out about rushing for the toys and the feast, 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 feast. And uh, then he gets mad that he's speaking in rhyme and he comes home to Max dancing around to Christmas music which I love. I love Max. And I love that Max gets to enjoy Christmas a little bit. And so the Grinch gets mad, obviously, because he's dancing around to Christmas music and throws him into the snow and pulls him out and sees a snow beard and gets the idea. An awful idea. The Grinch gets a wonderful, awful idea. And that is not from this movie. It might have been in this movie, but it definitely is in the original one. And I need to stop. That will be discussed in my next episode with the, like, original animated version of The Grinch, the fact that I can quote the entire movie. But then, after we get the idea, we launch into Your Mean One, Mr. Grinch, 
and obviously I love that song it's so great and he's building the sleigh with the engine and the like airbags are a little slow scene and turning Max into a reindeer is like low-key more accurate just because it uses red thread and this is the most like stickler thing I can ever do and I don't want to be that person but like as somebody who's like obsessed with the Grinch right in this version the Grinch uses red thread that's what it is in the book in the original animated version it's black thread and obviously like red black not a huge difference but it just stuck out in my mind obviously because I like know all the versions of it whatever and so it's it just I, I don't know why I said that, but I, I felt the need to point it out. And I love that the Grinch gives Max the backstory so that he can be the proper reindeer. And then Max just, like, chucks off the red nose. And the Grinch is like, yes, you know your character perfectly. You're rejecting commercialism by throwing off your own nose. <laughs> and then I very much appreciate that the Grinch makes the sleigh so super powerful that we don't abuse Max in the beginning. We don't make Max pull the sleigh downhill. And then we go down the chimney like a pro diver, which is hilarious. And I love that he immediately gets stuck. And he's like, it's all that water weight. It goes to my hips. And then he uses the moth to get rid of the stockings and the giant vacuum cleaner to suck everything else up. And he's severely less like athletic and like doing a lot less manual labor than the original Grinch is because he just has that like vacuum thing. And like obviously work smarter, not harder. It's a good thing, but also it's like, bro. Like, the original Grinch could kick your ass because you were just, like, sucking stuff up and he had to, like, walk around and slither and slunk and pull everything out by his bare hands. And then he gets caught by Cindy, obviously, and lies, but he has to stay behind the tree. And I don't understand how she doesn't recognize his hands because I don't know who else in Whoville has green furry hands, but she doesn't recognize them. And he tells her that Christmas is about vengeance and then obviously fixes his answer and is like, Christmas is about presents, but... Christmas being about vengeance is, like, kind of an idea I could get on board with. Like, imagine if we had, like, a purge Christmas. Like, on December 25th is Christmas. And then on, like, December 26th is, like, vengeance Christmas. And you get to, like, go out. Like, I don't know. It just would be funny. That would be an interesting concept. To have, like, a vengeance Christmas Christmas movie. And then have it, like, be a rom-com in there, too. I'm totally off topic. Anyways, getting back to the Grinch. Cindy tells, like... She thinks she's telling Santa, she obviously tells the Grinch not to forget the Grinch because the Grinch is really sweet. And obviously that like melts the Grinch's heart and melts our hearts. And we montage the rest of the houses. And at one point he sucks up a cat and he steals Martha's ring and he pretends to be Martha in the mayor's dream and makes the mayor kiss Max, which was very funny. I liked that. And then he doesn't have enough fuel to get back up to Crumpet after he collects everything and he makes Max pull it up and like fucking poor Max, I hate this. I hate the abuse Max suffers in these, like the Grinch. And it's not fair because like I said in my last episode talking about the Grinch, like Max is the reason all this shit gets done without Max. First of all, the original idea wouldn't have happened because he wouldn't have seen the snow beard and he wouldn't be able to do all this labor and like Max just doesn't get appreciated enough. And then he like gets everything up to crumpet and we see the police car dragging the mayor's bed around in the morning because the Grinch tied the hook to the bed to the police car or whatever so it like dragged him through the window and everybody is really 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 sad about all of Christmas being gone and the mayor is all up in arms and Lou stands up for Cindy at the end and explains that Christmas is 
you know, all about friends and family. And Cindy finally realizes that, like, you know, she was right. And, like, everybody finally gets, like, the true meaning of Christmas. And Cindy goes back up to Crumpet. And the Grinch hears the Who's Christmas sing. And he finally has his realization that Christmas means a little bit more. And we get that line. And his heart grows. And I love how they did it, like, really painfully. He's like, oh, no, Max, help me. I'm feeling. And he's so, like, grossed out by it. It was very fun. And he tells Max he loves him, which, like, sweet and cute. And, like, Max deserves a whole hell of a lot more from, like, the work you just put him through. But telling him you love him is a start. And he leaps through the air to to try and get the sleigh. And he misses it. And he's like, oh, well, it's just toys. Like, it's fine. It can fall. And then he realizes Cindy Lou Who is on it. And so he's like, no, you know, she's like, you know, I'm here. Nobody should be alone on Christmas. And so... He gets the strength to save it, and he lets Cindy drive the sleigh down, and he skis behind it. And Martha and Betty are trying and failing to use the lights to stop the sleigh, and Lou helps them stop, and they stop, like, right in front of the tree. And we apologize to the officer. The Grinch apologizes to the officer who doesn't arrest him. And Martha gives the mayor the ring back, which I fucking loved. I love that. She's like, oh, the Grinch is here, and she can be with the Grinch, and... Cindy starts singing with the Grinch and helping him host the feast on Crumpet. And so to wrap up this episode, it's the Grinch. Obviously, I love it. And even though it strays a little bit from the original, it does have all the original aspects and they just kind of build it out more, which I can appreciate like straying if you're like building it out and trying to make it like a bigger thing and a better thing. And it's funny as hell too. And all the jokes are like more real world. And, you know, Cindy has a bigger role and like... It's just, it's iconic and a Christmas classic, and I love it, I love it, I love it. Like, my scale of the Grinch is very, very narrow. It's, like, animated, then right below that is Benedict Cumberbatch, and then right below that is Jim Carrey, and so it's, like, even though it's third on my list, like, it's so good, and I love it, and, like, it's just, it's iconic. So, yeah, I have been Maya Ghosh, and this has been my take on the Grinch, the Jim Carrey version. Thanks for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.